Local news, talk, sports, and the hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s. Kane 107.5. Good morning and welcome to Bayou Sports here on a big Thursday, August, uh, August, uh, October the uh, 5th. And, uh, of course, uh, as I was mentioning, Jeff, much, just moments ago, we're ready for all those big game threes today. Win, win or go home. Well, uh, get the brooms out, folks. Uh, Major League Baseball. And I can't recall ever, uh, in course in the wild card series where, uh, four teams went two and oh, and of course the other well, side of that, oh and two. It's not that long they've been doing this. Only true. I would say 20, 22, and 23. They didn't do it in 21. They did it the COVID season. They had seven teams in each in league. In fact, maybe they – you're right. Um, you're right. And, and so uh, this is kind of a short thing. But but it goes to the point where I think it's unnecessary. Too many teams are in the playoffs. It kind of reminds me of the semifinals in the college football playoff. They really don't seem – uh, all that competitive, but then you you look forward to the final. So I'm sure. hoping this next round is a little bit more competitive. But, uh-huh. but I, I tell you, my pet peeve is saying you know Toronto, uh, no, no, Texas was leading Toronto, kicking butt uh, right. by, by this point. They said they're just a couple of outs from clinching the series. No, they were a couple outs from winning the series. Because they weren't playing game three if they won game two. That's right. So, you, no, you clinch something. You, you clinch a regular season, say, division title, but there's still regular season games to go. That's called clinching, yes. not winning. There's there's That's a right. big difference. There uh, is a big, big difference. Big pet peeve there. Anyway, uh, of course, uh, the wild card round sweeps all around and uh, get your brooms out. All four wild card series Ended on sweeps last night with Texas and Minnesota advancing uh, in the American League while Arizona and Philly advanced in uh, the National League. The fun fact, the last time four Major League teams were eliminated from the postseason on the same day was 27 years ago, October 5th, 1996. And I can't even tell you who the teams were back then, uh, way back in 96. Elsewhere uh, in, in the game, I promise you the Yankees were one of them. The Braves were problem uh, eliminated, how about, I couldn't tell you. That's right. How about the Cleveland? When Cleveland... Uh, the World Series that year was the Yankees beating up, I think, on the Braves that year. The Braves mm-hmm. had won it the year before. And, of course, in 94, there was no World Series and no yeah. playoffs due to the player strike. But uh, in the meantime, last night, the Rangers, seven, the Rays won. And Texas is the first team to open the postseason with back-to-back road wins by four-plus runs uh, since 2010 when the Rangers also uh, against the Rays uh on that, so with that, of course, the the Tampa started off the year thirteen and zero, man, just blowing people away uh, early on, and we kept saying, you know, they play one hundred sixty two games, yep. uh, you, you, the, the, they're going to average out, and sure enough, they did. Tampa hung on to get in the wild card, but uh, can't win the series against Texas, who got beat basically on the last day as the Astros claimed the division title uh, over Texas, and uh, of course, the Astros uh, sit back and waiting. Uh, for the next team. Meanwhile, uh, over in the other uh, American League game, uh, the Twins shut out the Blue Jays two to nothing. Minnesota's first playoff series win. You ready? In 21 years since 2002, also marked the first time uh, 
they've uh, clinched a series at home uh, since Game 7 of the 1991 World Series when they defeated the Braves back in 91. Uh, so, uh, anyway, hats off to the Twins, um, and we'll see where they end up. And uh, I think they had the least wins of any of uh, the division winners, in oh, my memory. Absolutely. Yeah, they were barely over 500 uh, halfway through the year, maybe uh, under 500 a couple times. And that's why they're going to Houston, the number two seed, and the number one seed Baltimore gets uh, Texas. Yeah, Texas, correct. Anyway, in the over in the National League, the Diamondbacks surprised a lot of people as they they topped the Brewers five to two. They got behind early in both games, uh, and they come back uh, the Diamondbacks with, with a really a young squad to take down uh, the division champ Brewers of the uh, NL Central. Uh, Arizona trailed three to nothing on Tuesday. They trailed two to nothing last night before winning both games on the road and the National League Central. Believe it or not, falls to two and twenty in postseason play since 2019. Of course, the Cubs, the last uh, uh, NL Central team to win the World Series in 2016. I do believe Cardinals won it in 11. And uh, basically uh, the Central, 2-22 and 22 in postseason play in the last four, four or five years. So. Yeah, I'm not going to blame this on Craig Council, but a terrible way to go out. The rumors about going to New York, the Mets, and uh, just faltering there, um, yeah, it's it's unfortunate. Uh, you know, I, I root against Milwaukee during the regular season, but I was kind of pulling for him in the postseason, and uh, just disappointing that that's the way Craig Council exits. Yeah, it sure is. And uh, with that, of course, uh, uh, the Brew Crew, as they're called, uh, uh, ends up uh, going home again, and uh, they've won that division jeff over the years a few times oh and, yeah. Uh, yeah had some great years uh in the meantime uh during the regular season play but just can't well, which again is why craig council is so <laughs> sought after he was thinking about taking uh, a gap year uh, just kind of sitting out for a year rest but then uh, the rumors about the mets and and he still may i mean yeah you know. you're right you're right about that Meanwhile, in the other game uh, last night, the Phillies 7, the Marlins won the last postseason. The Phillies knocked off the Braves en route to the World Series. One year later, the division rivals will meet again on the same stage in the National League division stage. But uh, they've got to win two more series to get to the World Series. So uh, with that, and correct me if I'm wrong, but the next series is the best out of... I'm assuming five, but I'm not It seems like seven. I don't know why seven comes into my mind today. Of course, uh, with that, uh, the power of the long ball, teams are 5-0 and so far. Uh, this postseason went out-homering their opponent since 2021. You ready? Uh, if they out-homer your opponent, you're 87-13 and in those games. And uh, looking ahead to uh, the division series, we'll begin all games on Saturday as the number five Rangers take on the number one Orioles, as you had mentioned. Uh, of course, they split the season series. Three and three, interesting. And meanwhile, uh, the other AL game is the number three seeded Twins versus the number two Astros. And Minnesota won that series four to two this year. Interesting. Keep an eye on that. 
Uh, elsewhere over in the National League, the number four uh, Phillies versus the number one Braves. Of course, Atlanta won the season series eight to five, but the way uh, the Phillies are hitting the ball right now, of course, uh, and they have really two excellent pitchers at Nola and Wheeler. Uh, they'll see how they'll counteract the Atlanta team who's just uh, knocked the cover off the ball this, this postseason or this uh, regular season, I should say. It is a best of five. It is, okay. And then the league championship series, our best of seven as is the series, World yeah. Series. Yeah, you can remember back in 69 when they played just uh, – they had a – the two divisions, and they played against each other for the uh, league championship, uh, and that was the best two out of three all the way up to, I want to say it was 85 when they went to a... Well, no, they, they went to a best of five probably in the early 70s. Well, maybe it was a best of seven in 85. It, they went from five right. to seven, because I remember the Cardinals beat the Dodgers with uh, the infamous Ozzie Smith homer. And then uh, coming back the next day with the Jack Clark. I seem to remember that because the Cubs lost a best-of-five series uh, against uh, San Diego, and then they went to the best-of-seven. I'm thinking, yeah, give me those two games back at Wrigley or something to that effect. And, yeah, yeah, I, I remember uh, being upset about the timing of that. Yeah, I, the, one of the best graphics I ever saw in a Major League Baseball game was when that the Cardinals were playing the Dodgers in B- the old Bush Stadium, too. And uh, the stat came up that Ozzie Smith had never hit a home run with 2,987 at-bats from the left side. And upon the, uh, I think, two pitches later, as the infamous uh, Jack Puck said, go crazy, mm-hmm. folks, go crazy. As I Ozzie remember Smith. listening to that game on radio. Homer against Tom Needenfuhr. Of all people, come on. <laughs> and then two days later, Jack Clark off Needenfuhr again uh, as Lasorda, first base is open, doesn't walk Jack Clark, and he deposits uh, the ball out in the left field stands in uh, Dodger Stadium. And, of course, they had to shut out the Dodgers in the bottom of the ninth. Meanwhile, uh, anyway, it's going to be interesting. Of course, as I mentioned, the Rays went from 13-0 to 99 wins to 0-2. Just uh, wow. Meanwhile, the Blue Jays fall flat again. Current core seems can't to get it going. And uh, we'll hear a lot more about uh, as the season progresses. But uh, in the meantime, baseball, uh, four teams head home uh, and uh, – uh, two hometown uh, teams uh, win, two hometown teams go home. So uh, with that, uh, anyway, waiting for the uh, division series set up Saturday uh, as the game times will be announced uh, through all of that. I'm sure they might be out there now. But uh, other things to talk about, of course, we'll have a couple coaches on uh, later on this morning. Also, Jeff, uh, with uh, with that. And by the way, real go quick, uh, I'll, I'll go through the uh, game Saturday, all four series do begin on Saturday, uh, starting at noon our time. All these are our, our time. Uh, Orioles, Rangers at noon. Astros, Twins uh, after that. Uh, no specific time given there. Not sure why. Braves and the Phillies and then Dodgers and the Diamondbacks. Uh, no surprise there. The team closest to the West Coast um, playing the late game. All right. Uh, just a couple of quick uh, notes to uh, – uh, the NCA is reducing the amount of time athletes have to put their name in the transfer portal. That's going to go from 60 days down to 45 days. Don't know if that's going to make any uh, difference or not. Big impact, uh, I don't think Yeah, so. I, I tend to agree with you also. Ho- hopefully what it does, though, it gives the university a chance to respond to it. So if um, they've got more time to 
deal with what has happened in the portal. True. Anyway, some uh, unique NIL deals. Uh, Utah's NIL collective gifted Dodge Ram 1500 mm. trucks. $61,000 retail price to all 85 scholarship football players. Leases in when the player's eligibility expires or they transfer. Oh, it's just a lease. Okay. Yeah, that's right. But still, wow. Anyway, uh, the new WNBA teams will be announced today. Uh, the Bay Area franchise today, AP reports, the first WNBA expansion since uh, 2008. Uh, we'll begin playing in 2005. So with that, uh, elsewhere around, uh, I also, Jeff, uh, did a little hunting up. Don't know if you saw that or not. Of course, with the big meeting up in Baton Rouge, Jesse, with the Louisiana High School Athletic Association, uh, of course, the vote process took place up in the yesterday. Uh, of course, with those nine teams that basically were uh, against the uh, uh, change uh, of the playoff system. But uh, the results, well, well. yeah, that's right. Anyway, the motion passes 260 yes votes to 126 no votes. Uh, anyway, there were total of votes placed of 386 votes. 68% went with it. And I have each individual school and how they voted. And I took the liberty of uh, looking at some of our local schools. And this is all alphabetized to a certain degree. Uh, over in Abbeville, they voted yes. Also, Barb uh, in the district of Nish. Brobridge voted yes. Uh, Karen Crow, yes. Uh, Catholic High, yes. Cecilia Centerville voted no. Cecilia, yes. But Centerville, no. Como voted no. Kind of surprising. Uh, also, David Thibodeau. Is I don't your phone yet. doing something? Yeah, I think it is. My phone did uh, accidentally yeah. set it off with uh, raindrops. Anyway, with that, uh, also, Delcom voted yes. Uh, Episcopal of Acadiana over in Cade voted yes. Erath, yes. Elsewhere in the area, Hanson Memorial, yes, along with Franklin. Uh, Highland Baptist, yes. Uh, Generate, yes. Uh, Gaplin, yes. Uh, Lafayette, I know. Kind of surprised about that. Anyway, also uh, <laughs> Lafayette Renaissance uh, Charter School, uh, no. Also, uh, Lorville voted yes. Uh, Morgan City, yes. New Iberia High, yes. North Vermilion, yes. Notre Dame, not present. Kind of surprised there that Notre Dame uh, wasn't there for that vote. Opelousas and Opelousas They really Catholic. didn't have much of a dog in the hunt. No, they really didn't. Uh, uh, yes, votes there, along with uh, Rain High School. Sam Houston and Nish's uh, district voted yes. Elsewhere, St. Martinville, yes. Uh, Southside, yes. Uh, St. Thomas More, yes. Turlings Catholic, yes. Along with Vermilion Catholic, yes. Uh, West St. Mary and Westgate both voted no. Not surprised there. Uh, yeah, and, uh, of course, Coach Antoine had, had his uh, – I mentioned that uh, he was uh, opposed to uh, uh, the playoff system, how, how they gone it, and he voted, uh, told us many times he just wasn't happy the way it was. And that's to each his own. That's what makes the world go round is uh, how people feel and uh, and, and uh, exercising uh, what they they feel is best for their program, their school, et cetera. So uh, in the meantime, uh, uh, that's pretty much how it went. Uh, elsewhere, also games tonight. Uh, Nish takes on Opelousas tonight here at uh, New Iberia. 
Of course, Opelousas uh, has a fine running back. I can't recall his name, but uh, we'll see if uh, Nish can't uh, get out of that. Of course, we'll have Coach uh, Josh Learman on in the next few minutes, too. Elsewhere, tomorrow night, uh, Westgate will be at uh, Father Turlings or Turlings Catholic. That'll be an interesting game. Erath at St. Martinville, Holland Baptist at Maryville. Meanwhile, Catholic High School journeys to Youngsville to take on Ascension Episcopal in a big ball game uh, with that. Also, Delcom at Franklin, West St. Mary at Lorville, Hanson Memorial at Generette, uh, and Vermilion Catholic will be at Com- Covenant uh, Christian. So a lot of high school football game on tap uh, as uh, half the season, believe it or not, is over as the uh, teams head into their sixth week of a football game. So, uh, Jeff, uh, pretty interesting in that regard. So uh, we'll see how uh, teams fare. Uh, of course, you have uh, the sports uh, Saturday mornings with our local coaches and uh Monday evenings, we have uh, uh, the CHS Coaches Show. And uh, game on tap uh, Friday night, you, uh, you'll be in... Uh, Laurelville as they host West St. Mary. It's homecoming in Laurelville. Don't forget about the parade this afternoon. We didn't have an exact start time, but uh, be prepared for that for those of you uh, who might be commuting through Laurelville there. Uh, Main Street uh, could be Occupado. Yeah, most certainly. In the meantime, uh, time to take our first break here on Kane Radio, FM 107.5 and AM 1240 here on Bayou Sports. When we come back, we'll hope to have Coach Josh Lerman on the line with us, talk about the Yellow Jackets. In the meantime, stick with us. We'll be right back. Nowadays, none of us can be without adequate insurance coverage, but we still want to be sure we're getting the best value for the money. That's why so many people call the Schwing Insurance Agency to get a quote. The Schwing family has been handling the insurance needs of businesses and homeowners for almost 80 years. You can depend on Schwing Insurance to find the coverage you need at the best price. So before you buy a new policy or renew an existing one, call the Schwing Insurance Agency for a quote at 365-2357. Schwing Insurance, 300 East Main, across from the shadows. Athletic provides challenges that test their competitor. It is in that challenge that you realize you can accomplish things you have never thought you could accomplish. I am Jacob Landry and I'm running for state representative in District 49. I've created hundreds of jobs, good paying jobs that families can build prosperous lives based on those jobs. This is my challenge and I need your help. Your vote and your support will ignite a bright new future for all of us. Paid for by the Jacob Landry for Louisiana campaign. With more than 50 years of pain diagnosis and pain relief experience, Headache and Pain Center offers the latest in interventional pain relief techniques at two locations in Gray and here in New Iberia. Compassionate board certified physicians and the caring staff offer minimally invasive ultrasound and fluoroscopy guided procedures that diminish or eliminate pain without open surgery, opioids, or major downtime. When you're in pain, you know who to call. Headache and Pain Center, 337-560-0880 or go to answer to pain.com celebrating 75 years in business danos has been setting the standard for generations become a part of something bigger and join the team we're currently hiring for drivers warehousemen riggers crane operators and forklift operators to work out of port fouchon so apply now at danos.com or call 1-833-GO-DANOS great jobs great people that's Danos. Now back to Bayou Sports on the all-new Kane 107.5. Welcome back to Bayou Sports. And on the line with us here on a big uh, Thursday is uh, head football coach Josh Lemon with the New Iberia High Yellow Jackets. Good morning, coach, and welcome to the show. 
Good morning. Thanks for having me. Uh, you caught welcome, Coach. And, of course, a big game uh, you played tonight against uh, Opelousas High School, the Tigers. And uh, I do know they have a pretty good running back uh, with the Tigers. And why don't you tell us a little bit about last week's game and also uh, with regard to your upcoming game tonight uh, against the Opelousas Tigers. Uh, last, you know, last week we, uh, you know, we were right there with uh, Karen Crow. We just, you know, a few few balls go our way uh, during that game. It could be a different outcome, you know, but that's just part of the process of learning how to win. Uh, Opelousas is a very good team. You know, like you said, the running back is really good. <laughs> um, their quarterback is very good, and they got a really good explosive receiver. So, you got, again, another another good test for us, and nothing we're not uh, unusual with. You know, going back to last week, Coach, uh, 34-34 at the half. Your team really fought hard there, getting into, um, you know, get, getting yourself in a position. Uh, quarterback uh, running that 99-yard touchdown run with very little time on the clock when it would have been easy to sit back and say, well, you know, it's late in the half. Uh, I'm at the one-yard line. Just try not to get a safety, you know, that kind of an attitude. But... Uh, no give up with that team. Uh, yeah, I mean that was a great uh, read by our quarterback Alan Hamilton. You know we we weren't necessarily trying to score right there, but they had nobody more than four yards off the ball, so Alan read it and kept it, and there was nobody between him and the end zone. Yeah, again, a little confusion with the penalties, but uh, at the end of the day, uh, it, it was a solid touchdown. And you go into the half uh, thirty-four, thirty-four, and then. Uh, you know, and, and I mentioned this uh, Saturday morning, 14 possessions between the two teams in the first half, just five and a half really in the second half. What changed the pace of the game? Uh, well, I mean, I, again, we, we moved the ball in the second half. You know, we got, uh, I think it was around the 10 or 15-yard line and just couldn't get get it in. You know, we, we debated going kicking a field goal in that situation, but, you know, field goals weren't going to win that game. So, you know, uh I, and, and I think uh, Karen Crow, you know, they they uh, they were they were they saw, you know, this is a dog fight. So anytime they get in a dog fight, they're going to get in the split back there and start running the ball a lot. So I think that kind of just kept the clock moving. Gotcha there, Opelousas. <laughs> you talk about the running back. Is that uh, the big focus of their game, or tell us what you expect from them? Well, yeah, I mean, he's a big focus, but they're, you know, what what makes them dangerous is their quarterback is just as dangerous as him, you know. So. You know, kind of like for us, you know, we have a really good running back, and our quarterback can uh, can make plays also, which means, you know, you got to deal with two people in the backfield, not just one. There you go. Thursday night game, a week of preparation. Anything uh, that didn't work for you, or did uh, things fall into place? No, it all worked out. Our, you know, our, our kids are, uh, you know, they're still working hard and giving us everything they have. So, you know, it's just you have one less day to prepare. So it's, just, it's a little bit different, but, again, the, the preparation is the same. There you go. So, going to be an interesting weather day today and tomorrow, for that matter. Uh, any concerns there? Uh, no, uh, no. We we just worry about what we can control, and that's one thing we for sure can't control. Understood. There. Anything the fans may want to know about a Thursday night game versus Friday, or pretty much the same uh, format? No, it's the same. The kickoffs at seven o'clock. Ten dollars at the gate. Uh, students get in for five dollars with their ID. All right. Coach, anything else you want to share about uh, tonight's game? Uh, no, we, I just want to say we appreciate all the support. And, uh, 
you know, these kids deserve to be uh, supported. So thanks, everybody, for that. No, no doubt about it, Coach. We'll look forward to checking in with you Saturday morning and recapping tonight's game. But thanks for joining us today. All right, appreciate y'all having me. Yeah, yeah. good luck, Coach, to you. Appreciate it. Uh, Coach Josh Learman, uh, Coach Carol Olivier going to join us a little later this morning, along with uh, about four or five of his uh, players. Yeah. Uh, we're going to talk to them uh, about their season. Uh, I believe they've uh, assured themselves a home playoff game, and we'll be talking a little bit about that coming up. And they play, I believe you mentioned Mount Olive. Uh, tonight. Tonight. Uh, yeah. Oh, tonight. Yes. They play. Uh, and well, they, that won't be a uh, niche. No, on the road. Okay. The road. Oh, they're on the road. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And Mount Olive's from uh, where? Do you? I will we'll have to ask. Yeah, I, I'm uh, not uh, uh, ignorant of the fact of um, where Mount Olive is. Uh, and I think uh, they're one of the many mountain ranges in the state of Louisiana. <laughs> That's right. Uh, anyway, with that uh, course, uh, I believe they're what six and seven and one right now in the year. Six and one. Yeah, they lost their opening game and then have pretty much gone through Rolled. their opposition. They had. One tight game uh, since then, but but again, um, in fact, uh, I wonder if it was against Mount Olive, the more tight. No, no, they uh, blew through Mount Olive uh, the last time, 76 to nothing. Yeah, of, of course, they're not in the Louisiana High School Athletic no. Association. They're in a private uh Association, I believe, throughout the state, and this is eight-man football. Yes, I guess the biggest thing, and they did play last year, didn't they? Play an eleven-man football game. No, I'm pretty sure it was eight. Eight man. Um, they had some. Their sure struggles last year. I think they did make it into the postseason, but was uh, eliminated in the first game. But uh, no, I'm, I'm pretty sure it was eight man last year too. Okay, it seemed like they played one game. We got to ask Coach that. It seemed like they played a game with eleven men uh, in one game. That does seem to ring a bell. You know, uh, with that last year, a little bit different structure. As uh, I think he said, they have to have five men on the offensive line. One question I had too is: it's something similar to touch? Is anyone eligible to catch a pass, or only the uh, uh, designated? I guess. Uh, uh, I would imagine the with, three uh, linemen are not. Yeah, uh, with that. So uh, interesting in eight-man football, which was very popular in the state of Louisiana uh, uh, before World War II, uh, pretty much as uh, the former Catholic High St. Peter's uh, played uh, six-man football back in the day uh, until 11-man football made their head rise after World War II when enrollments increased a little bit more at a lot of schools. So uh, interesting. Uh, I've never seen uh, – other than maybe uh, 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 tag football, other than that, but never have seen basically, and you've seen a, a game with uh, eight-man tackle football, pretty widespread, same yeah, size field, too. Yeah, yeah, um, and Coach has mentioned some states that, or and maybe league would be a better word, uh, but some states that utilize eight-man play just between the hash marks. Really? But And maybe shorten the field, too, but not uh, in this case. It definitely wide open. Yeah, just pretty much like Canadian football uh, where you have uh, just two downs to make a first down in the field. It's the same width, but I think they have the extra 10 yards in each end zone. They're 20-yard end zones. And I think in Canadian football, 
everybody can be in motion, I think, except for the offensive linemen. I think you can have two and three men in motion during the course of the game and even running to the line of scrimmage, you know, and then taking off as they snap the ball as long as you don't cross the, uh, I guess, the uh, line of scrimmage. But uh, interesting uh, eight-man football uh, with Coach and have have some of his players on uh, with that. In the meantime, just looking around with uh, other sporting news uh, with that, uh, World Cup uh, host uh, chosen for 2030 and 2034, if you can't believe it. Uh, the co-host Spain, Portugal, and Morocco uh, with World Cup soccer uh, with that. Also uh, elsewhere um, in the sporting world, just looking up some uh, some numbers here and some notes I have. Uh, uh, meanwhile, um, just going through my notes uh uh, on the PGA Tour, uh, with that, uh, of course, uh, soccer still going. On this day, though, uh, it's make note, uh, October 5th, 2001, Barry Bonds passes Mark McGuire as the all-time single-season home run uh, leader 22 years ago. Today, Bonds crushed uh, number 71 and 72, uh, breaking the season record of Mark McGuire. Of course, he went on. Uh, he hit one more on the final day of the year, number 73, and uh, he didn't miss. Bonds led the majors. Amazing. He led the majors with 177 walks that year. He only got to, to the plate uh, officially 476 times. He had a home run once every six and a half at bats uh, for reference. And if this season's home run leader, Matt Olson, had hit them at the same clip that Barry Bonds did, Olsen would have hit 93 home runs mm. in that regard. Anyway, elsewhere, a little hockey news, too, uh, Jeff. Back in 1983, Wayne Gretzky notched a goal and an assist in the uh, Oilers season opener, kicking off his record 51-game point streak. Also uh, on this date back in 2007, five-time Olympic medalist Marion Jones admitted to using steroids after years of denial, tearfully announcing her retirement before ultimately being stripped of all her medals. So uh, anyway, just uh, sad, but I remember that particular time. Anyway, NFL action. Uh, Jeff, can the Bears finally win one this weekend against the Commanders? I wouldn't bet on it. Well, anyway, uh, tonight. Uh, Chase Claypool drama and. You know, again, that defensive coordinator uh, situation, yeah. it, it has been a, a series of train wrecks. Um, but, you know, Justin Fields uh, maybe gained a little confidence Saturday. Two, uh, four touchdown yeah. passes uh, last week. So we'll see. Anyway, I mean, tonight at 7.15. Something no. to do tonight. Yeah, prime time as the Bears seek their first win in 346 days. Meanwhile, it's been a bad uh, year. The Bears have lost 14 straight, the longest streak in the franchise history. Betting lines, so Washington is a five-and-a-half-point pick over and under just 44-and-a-half, uh, the money on Washington uh, with that. But if you're not interested in watching the Bears, they got college football on tonight. Uh, Sam Houston at uh, Liberty at 7 p.m. on the CBS Sports Network. Meanwhile, Western Kentucky's at La Tech tonight. I was going to say, I thought a Louisiana team was playing tonight. Yeah, La Tech, that's going to be on ESPNU. Uh, elsewhere, of course, NBA preseason, the Mavericks uh, versus the Timberwolves. Uh, with that, and, uh, of course, you know, with the rank of the cities that will host the Major League playoff, play, playoff games this weekend, you know, uh, Atlanta, Baltimore, Houston, and Los Angeles, uh, when you list them by population, of course, it's Los Angeles, Houston, Baltimore is bigger than Atlanta. I would have never guessed that. Uh, you know, I always think of Baltimore maybe being a quarter of a million, besides Baton Rouge, maybe, but... Uh, 
I always thought Atlanta, and that's a met, not the metropolitan areas. That's the official city. Incorporated. Yeah. And Atlanta, I always thought Atlanta would have been bigger than Baltimore, of course. Uh, anyway, uh, with that. Anyway, time to go ahead and take a quick break. Uh, we're going to have uh, Coach uh, Carol Olivier on at 7.55 with some of his uh, of players. So we're going to take it just a quick uh, break and also a short segment. You're listening to Bayou Sports here on Kane Radio, FM 107.5 and AM 1240. Stick with us. We'll be right back. Is it time for a new roof or to repair the old one? Hi, this is Jake Blanchard with L.A. Classic Roofing. We're a third-generation roofing contractor that has been in the business for over 70 years. As a locally owned and operated company, we're also licensed and insured for your peace of mind. We offer free estimates and a $100 referral fee for full roof replacement. Check us out on Facebook at L.A. Classic Roofing. And the number to call is 465-3888. L.A. Classic Roofing, professional roofing solutions since the 1950s. I am Jacob Lander, and I'm tired of seeing Louisiana fumble away good-paying jobs to our neighbors across the Sun Belt. That's why I'm running for state representative of District 49, because bringing opportunity back to Louisiana is a touchdown for all of us. As your next state representative, I will work hard to expand vocational training programs so that all of our people can have the tools to succeed. I am Jacob Landry, and I am a proven job creator. All I need is your support and your vote. Paid for by the Jacob Landry for Louisiana campaign. Hey, guys, if you're looking for the top golf experience in Iberia Parish, you need to look no further than Cane Row Golf and Turf Club. Low or high handicappers will enjoy the beautiful greens, the recently refurbished sand traps, and incredibly plush fairways. And by the way, you don't have to be a golfer to enjoy Cane Row. The brand-new clubhouse sports some of the best burgers, pizza, wings, and many other choices, along with absolutely the best, most potent margaritas that you've ever tried. So whether it's golf, food, or just some fun, come to Cane Row and enjoy. Introducing Six Flags Plus, your pass to a whole year of unlimited visits with access to all Six Flags theme parks and water parks, plus priority entry, plus parking, plus in-park discounts on food and more. Plus, amazing rides and awesome events you don't want to miss. Get all you love about Six Flags. The new Six Flags Plus. All of Six Flags, all year. Experience Six Flags Plus now for just $11.99 a month. See details at SixFlags.com. Now back to Bayou Sports. Phone lines are open to talk sports at 367-1240. Welcome back to Bayou Sports here on Kane Radio. In just a short segment as we'll uh, take another quick break uh, shortly and have Coach Carol Olivier on with uh, Kadiana Christian Lyons and some of his uh, his players uh, here on Bayou Sports. But in the meantime, college football this weekend. God, man, there's some really interesting games this weekend. Uh, of course, La Tech plays tonight against uh, Western Kentucky in a conference game. But uh, in, in that regard, uh, of course, the LSU Tigers take on Missouri in a big ball game as uh, both teams are ranked here as LSU comes in number 23, Missouri number 21, the Tigers. Five-and-a-half-point pick uh, that that spread has dropped a point and a half over the last few days. So uh, with that, of course, the big game uh, Saturday, late Saturday morning, 11 o'clock, Oklahoma and Texas in the Red River shootout. Texas a six-and-a-half-point uh, favorite in that game. So uh, should be a classic. Of course, the Tigers, uh, hopefully you have picture in a picture if you want to watch both of those games as LSU and Missouri also kick off at 11 o'clock. Of course, LSU-Missouri will be on ESPN while the Oklahoma-Texas game will be on ABC uh, Saturday, uh, late Saturday morning. Other big games around the uh, country uh, with ranked teams, of course, 
uh, is Kentucky. Can the Wildcats? Uh, they're five and zero. Oh, they they head to the between the hedges in Athens to take on the Georgia Bulldogs, who are six uh, five and zero oh, and ranked number one in the country. Georgia two and a half, or I should say, a two touchdown pick at fourteen and a half. As uh, we'll see what the uh, Kentucky Wildcats can do. Uh, of course, that game uh, tip off or kickoff should be at six p.m. on ESPN. As I mentioned, over and under. Uh, Georgia really hadn't uh, put it up. Uh, Auburn had them down last week, fourteen to nothing, early in the game. Uh, of course, they found a way to come back in the second half to beat the the Tigers of Auburn. But uh, elsewhere, it should be interesting. Notre Dame and Louisville. Louisville comes in at twenty five. Notre Dame at number ten. Of course, had a big loss uh, against Ohio State a couple of weeks ago as the Irish or a six-and-a-half-point pick over Louisville at Papa John's Stadium over in Louisville. So we'll see what the uh, Cardinals and the Irish can do. Uh, other ranked games uh, in that regard, of course, uh, out um, and uh, around the uh, south, Ohio State at Maryland. They're 4-0, Maryland 5-0. and That'll be another big game. Maryland's unranked at 5-0, and uh, while the uh, Buckeyes are a 20-point pick in that ball game. Meanwhile, Washington State at UCLA. Washington State, number 13, UCLA's 3-1. and one. Washington, uh, UCLA's a favorite in that game over number 13, Washington State, 3.5. Elsewhere, Florida State takes on the Hokies of Virginia Tech. Uh, they come in two and three. Florida State four and zero. Oh. Uh, they're twenty four point pick in that game. Mac Brown's Tar Heels at North Carolina take on Syracuse uh, as they journey to North Carolina. The Orangemen they're four and one. North Carolina an eight point pick in that game. Elsewhere, Alabama at number eleven. Uh, they're four and one. Of course, uh, they travel to College Station to take on Jimbo Fisher's uh, Aggies. The Aggies come in at four and one. Alabama, you ready? Just a uh, point and a half pick in that game. The over and under forty six and a half. So we'll see how the uh, uh, the Crimson Tide do. Uh, last year, uh, uh, did Alabama? Did uh, I want to say that A and M beat? No, Alabama lost to LSU and Tennessee last year yes. for their two losses. Uh, meanwhile, uh, in other action, number two Michigan uh, travels to uh, Minnesota to take on the Golden Gophers, who upset the Cajuns last week. Uh, beat the Cajuns thirty-five uh, twenty-four. Of course, Michigan riding pretty high right now. They're five and zero. The Golden Gophers come in three and two. Uh, Michigan, a 19-point pick in that game. That game's going to be on NBC. At uh, kickoff, will be at 6:30 uh, uh, Saturday evening. Uh, other uh, top-ranked teams: Miami entertains Georgia Tech. The Engineers come in two and three. Miami four and zero. Oh. Miami, 21-point pick in that ball game. Fresno State right now, right now might be the top G5 pick as uh, they're 5-0, and oh, and they uh, take on Wyoming uh, in Wyoming. Uh, Wyoming comes in 4-1. and one. Uh, Fresno State's a six-point pick in that ball game. Uh, elsewhere, number 15, Oregon State at California, 4-1. and one, or California, 3-2. and two. Oregon State, a 9.5-point pick. And late Saturday night, uh, Arizona, the Wildcats, journey to Los Angeles take on the USC Trojans. Trojans, 22-point uh, pick in that ball game. Uh, and that game can be seen late night at 9 o'clock on ESPN. So uh, a lot of football, Jeff. Uh, of course, locally, the Cajuns uh, take on Texas State. And last year, they handled uh, Texas State pretty easily in a ball game. But Texas State comes in uh, with a pretty good record. Former LSU and Auburn quarterback, T.J. Finley is the starting quarterback for the uh, for Texas State, uh, I believe, the Bobcats. And uh, 
They take on the Cajuns. Uh, Cajuns are only a one-point pick in that game. Uh, should be interesting. Uh, meanwhile, we mentioned La Tech uh, on tonight uh, as they take on Western Kentucky, who's a six-point pick. Uh, UL Monroe t- uh, face South Alabama. South Alabama is a ten-and-a-half-point pick in that ball game. So uh, with that, and finally, uh, two lanes off this week before they head up to Memphis to take on the Tigers in a big uh, uh, a conference game uh, next week. So a lot of football taking place right now, Jeff. And uh, if you like football, it's pretty college style. The Saints, of course, uh, Sunday uh, we'll see what the Saints can do. Is um, another big ball game for the Saints. Is uh, uh, the Saints are just trying to get back on track uh, with that. Uh, and, and you know what you worry about that is so are the Patriots. You know, uh, and, and you know watching the Bears Denver game. Uh, you know it was like one of these teams have to win. And again, uh, they're heading to New England. New England's angry. They lost. Bill Belichick uh, had his biggest point differential in a loss. Um, it's going to be interesting to see who, uh, like in Rocky too, who gets up first. Yeah, pretty accurate, too, in that regard. And it's also going to come down to neither team seems like their offense is doing anything right now, uh, even though the Patriots, who was it a couple of weeks ago, made a run at uh, the Cowboys. But... Uh, or was it who were they playing that day? That day, and got behind early, and then make a rant, make a run at them. Anyway, uh, Belichick and uh, Robert Kraft. You wonder how their uh, marriage is holding up, so to speak, as Belichick has done wonders for that uh, yeah, franchise I mean. uh, over the years. But you know, everything kind of comes in in when you think of Tom Landry and the Cowboys, and uh, when Jerry Jones uh, decided to move on from he and Tex Stram and that group. So. Uh, uh, as they say, all good things. Sean Payton and the Saints, uh, same thing. Of course, I'm start, starting to wonder Sean Payton. Sean Payton left with four straight division titles. That's right. That's know. right. And also one of the top quarterbacks ever in the history True. of the game. Anyway, but uh, all good things come to an end. In the meantime, uh, just about time to take another break as uh, we're going to get Coach uh, Carol Olivier on and some of his players in the next few moments. So stick with us here on Bayou Sports, Cane uh, Radio, FM 107.5, AM 1240. We'll be right back with Coach Olivier. Hey guys, if you're looking for the top golf experience in Iberia Parish, you need to look no further than Cane Row Golf and Turf Club. Low or high handicappers will enjoy the beautiful greens, the recently refurbished sand traps, and incredibly plush fairways. And by the way, you don't have to be a golfer to enjoy Cane Row. The brand new clubhouse sports some of the best burgers, pizza, wings, and many other choices along with absolutely the best, most potent margaritas that you've ever tried. So whether it's golf, food, or just some fun, come to Cane Row and enjoy Is it time for a new roof or to repair the old one? Hi, this is Jake Blanchard with L.A. Classic Roofing. We're a third-generation roofing contractor that has been in the business for over 70 years. As a locally owned and operated company, we're also licensed and insured for your peace of mind. We offer free estimates and a $100 referral fee for full roof replacement. Check us out on Facebook at L.A. Classic Roofing. And the number to call is 465-3888. L.A. Classic Roofing, professional roofing solutions since the 1950s. With more than 50 years of pain diagnosis and pain relief experience, Headache and Pain Center offers the latest in interventional pain relief techniques at two locations in Gray and here in New Iberia. Compassionate board certified physicians and the caring staff offer minimally invasive ultrasound and fluoroscopy guided procedures that diminish or eliminate pain without open surgery, opioids, or major downtime. When you're in pain, you know who to call. Headache and Pain Center, 337-560-0880 or go 
to AnswerToPain.com. Nowadays, none of us can be without adequate insurance coverage, but we still want to be sure we're getting the best value for the money. That's why so many people call the Schwing Insurance Agency to get a quote. The Schwing family has been handling the insurance needs of businesses and homeowners for almost 80 years. You can depend on Schwing Insurance to find the coverage you need at the best price. So before you buy a new policy or renew an existing one, call the Schwing Insurance Agency for a quote at 365-2357. Schwing Insurance, 300 East Main, across from the shadows. Now back to Bayou Sports on the all-new Kane 107.5. Welcome back to Bayou Sports here on a big Thursday here uh, as we have our next coach on the line with us, uh, Carol Olivier from the Acadiana Christian Lions. Good morning, Coach, and welcome to the show. Morning. How y'all guys doing this morning? Uh, we're doing well, Coach, and uh, thank you for coming on each week. And I know you're having a pretty successful season, and you wanted to extend that to some of the young players on your team. Uh, I think you have a few of them uh, with you uh, this morning here on uh, Bayou Sports. And uh, who, um, of course, you got I think you play tonight. Is that correct, Coach? Yes, sir. We're and gonna... y'all travel, too, huh? Yes, sir. We're going to Athens. With that, uh, Coach, and uh, who are some of the young men you have with you uh, today? And they need probably to speak up a little bit uh, on the air, but if you could give us some of the names of the young men that are with you today. Uh, we have uh, Noah Lanclos, um, Ty Olivia, Jude Wilder, Everett Higgins, and Wes Landry. Real good. Coach, uh, before we uh, welcome the guys uh, onto the show, uh, recap last week's game for us, and then a look ahead uh, to tonight. Uh, I know you, you dominated Mount Olive the last time you had them, but uh, tell us first about last week's game. Uh, last week game was, was probably one of the most physical games I ever was a part of, man. We played really well. They showed up. Um, we had planned all week for a certain scheme that they run. They came and they changed the whole scheme to more of a power run game. But our guys, they showed up. I think we might have gave up three first downs in the whole contest. We held them scoreless, and then we was able to get on the board with two touchdowns in the first half. Noah caught a 60-yard bomb, and Neil caught a 65-yard bomb, that kind of Put us up fourteen on, and after that, our defense just anchored down. Yeah, uh, we go to we go to Mount Olive, uh, and we got to travel to Athens about twenty five minutes outside of Ruston. Um, it's always a physical game with those guys. Um, just just in the way that they play, it's just kind of like a grind out game. Um, don't really like it too much, so we're gonna try to get in and out of there as quickly as possible. There you go. How is it that? Uh, and again, your league uh, being a bit unique, it's not part of the LHSAA, that you would have a team in the same district or conference uh, that is such a long distance from uh, another? I think that just ultimately has a lot to do with um, who's playing eight men in our league. Um, and, uh, and unfortunately, they're probably the farthest team that we have to go and play. Um, but most of the eight-man teams are up north. Like They probably have like... 13, 14, eight-man teams up not that playing in the Mississippi League. Gotcha, gotcha. You know, uh, we were trying to remember earlier this year, I think you did mention you did play one 11-man game uh, this year. We played one last year. Last year. Yeah, our schedule couldn't afford to play it this year. Uh, And it would be be a lot uh, easier to let up a man. Uh, Eight-man, it just gives up so much feel. It's harder to plan for really good teams. Understood. Well, let's uh, talk to a couple of your players uh, in no particular order. If you want to go ahead and 
either hand the phone over or uh, introduce uh, the first player we want to talk to today. Okay, I'm, I'm going to hand it over to Noah Lanclo. Very good. So again, Noah, he is uh, a senior. In fact, most of the, three of the guys uh, we're going to talk to seniors were recognized on senior night a week, uh, well, almost two weeks ago now. But uh, wide receiver, defensive back, uh, had an interception, uh, I believe, too. Uh, Noah, tell us a little bit about yourself and what brought you to Acadiana Christian School. Um, this is my first year playing football. Um, my coach kind of convinced me he came to my house one night and he kind of convinced me to come play. And ever since then, it's been like a, it's been really good. I'm glad he came and got me. Um, it brought me to ACS. Probably uh, my parents want me in a better environment, and I'm so glad that they did that. And now it's just like we've been dominating in the season, and I'm so glad to see what's going to come next. Yeah, no, you weren't on the team last year that had their sure struggles, but really of righted the ship in this second uh, season with Coach uh, Olivier. And tell us about playing both sides of the football. Um, it's kind of, like, tiring, but it's also very fun because it's exciting. Like, when, you, when you're when you on the offense, it's like you got – the ball is going to come to you. But, like, when you're on defense, it's like it's kind of it's like you don't, you don't know what's going to happen. There you go. The one game we did against uh, North Shore a couple of weeks ago, you guys had back-to-back pick sixes. Was there something you saw there or just uh, took advantage of uh, the situation at hand? Um, I was kind of surprised by it. I didn't know it was going to come to me. But once he threw it, I was like, no way he's throwing that because like, he threw it right to me. No, no doubt. And did what you had to do with it, uh, but, uh, again, uh, dominating on offense and defense. Uh, Noah, appreciate you joining us. Best of luck in your uh, trip tonight. Or Yeah, well, I would imagine you guys are leaving pretty soon, but best of luck uh, tonight and uh, throughout the rest of the season. Thank you. You bet. Uh, again, appreciate Noah Lonkloss, uh Sr. over at Acadiana Christian. And who we've got next? Um, I'm Weston Landry. Wes, uh, you go by Weston or Wes? Um, I go by Wes. All right. Tell us a little bit about yourself, a junior there at Acadiana Christian. Uh, how many years have you been playing football? So this is my first year playing football. Um, I used to go to Harvest Time in Abbeville, and the only sports programs we had were baseball. So, like, every night I'd, like, I'd pray, like, I wanted to play football, I want to play football. So God answered my prayer, and he sent me over here. And now i got a great coach and team around me, and we're doing really good this season. So thank God for that. Again, listed as a defensive back and wide receiver. Uh, how would you take to eight-man football? Did you ever play in any youth leagues that maybe had 11 players? No, sir. No no experience whatsoever. I, I played a little Madden on the Xbox, but that's about it for 11-man. So what do you think about the eight-man game? I'm sure you've seen plenty of 11-man football, but uh, how do you think the two uh, games uh, uh, differ? Um, basic, um, a lot of more open-field tackling, like solo tackles, because um, there's really open field, so you have to really make those plays when they come to you. There you go. So uh, as a junior, you guys are seeing some success. Where do you see uh, the, the future of the program as you have one more year in front of you? Well, hopefully – all the way this year, all the way to the state championship, and then much of the same next year. There you go. Well, Wes, 
Appreciate you joining us. Uh, as I mentioned uh, to Noah, best of luck tonight and have safe travels today. Thank you. You bet. Uh, again, Wes Landry, one of the juniors at Acadiana Christian. And who, who's uh, up next? Ty Olivier. Hey, Ty, how are you today? I'm doing good. Good. Appreciated. You know, I, I, I told this to your dad after I saw, you know, the, the first game I saw you guys uh, against the, the North Shore team. And, you know, uh, your, your dad's been pretty humble uh, uh, about your abilities. And, you know, when I finally got to see them firsthand, I was like, come on, you, you got to talk this boy up. He's, he's, he's a solid football player. Uh, tell us a little bit about your travels, because I know uh, you, you are a little bit more of an experienced football player when you moved on to Acadiana Christian last year. Yes, sir. Um, you want to, what you want to know, like how long I've been playing for? Yeah. yeah and, and again, um, the motivation and going to Acadiana Christian, uh, apart from your dad being there. Um, well, I've been playing since I was like, I want to say six years old. I put the pads on and I fell in love with it. So, I just kept going, and then I would say the motivation to come in at ACS was really, you said besides my dad, but that was the real reason why I went, because of because of him. So when I went, after that I met the players, and they became my brothers, so then that just made me more motivated to, to be there and go hard. So you're, 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 it was a great school. There you go. You were there last year, obviously. What do you think are the differences between uh, last year's team and this year's team? Obviously, much more successful this year. Um, I think the key to that is just we don't have no egos on this team. Nobody worried about how they're going to get their stats. or If they don't get their stats, they complain. And I think we all just play for each other. We play for the man next to each other. That's how we're so successful right now. You know, the the first play I saw you run uh, on offense from scrimmage, you had like a 45-yard touchdown run, and I thought, wow, there's th- a special uh, guy. But I know it's not as easy as that, and it takes a team to get it done, right? Yes, sir. Well, again, Ty, uh, it was a pleasure watching you guys a couple of weeks ago. Best of luck tonight in your uh, trip to uh, Mount Olive. Thank you, sir. No, appreciate you joining us. Best of luck uh, throughout the rest of your senior season. As we check in, uh, let's uh, hear from our next player. Again, talking to players from Kadiana Christian School. They're taking on Mount Olive tonight, 6-1 and one on the season. Uh, who we've got on the line now? Everett Higgins. Everett, uh, another one of the seniors. Uh, tell us a little bit about your uh, path getting to a one, getting to Acadiana Christian, and what got you on the football field? Well, I've, all, I've come to Acadiana Christian my entire life, actually, from pre-K to now my senior year. Uh, my parents sent me here because they wanted me in a better environment. They didn't want me to grow up in an environment that wasn't godly and like this. So that's kind of why they sent me here. And I've been playing ever since my seventh grade year. So I've been playing six years now altogether. And... uh Every year, just increasing and getting a little bit better every year. Tell us uh, how you feel the program, some of the keys to the progression of the program since you've been there all those years. Uh, 
it, it's definitely gotten better. It's got it's going through its uh its hard times, and uh every year we pro- progressively gotten better and better and better. And then uh now we're at a year that I think we have the ability to take it all the way this year. And I'm glad to be a part of that team, especially my senior year. Yeah, I know you're on the line, and we were wondering, uh, are linemen eligible receivers in eight-man football, or are you confined to uh, blocking and uh, doing those kind of things? Yeah, in certain formations we are. Okay. Do you have to declare yourself? or? Uh, No, sir. Okay. Very cool. So, again, uh, appreciate your joining us today. Uh, what do you think the keys to um, running the rest of the, the table uh, in achieving that championship? What do you think the keys are? Uh, just staying humble, staying physical, uh, getting the job done, and playing your part on the team and not trying to play just by yourself. It's a team effort. Everything is from running the ball to blocking to anything. Everybody got to do something in order to make the touchdown. There you go. Well, again, uh, best of luck uh, today, safe travels, and uh, good luck the rest of the way. Thank you. All right. So I think then uh, our final player, who we haven't talked to yet, Jude Wilder, uh, a junior. Is that correct? Yes, sir. Jude, appreciate you joining us. Uh, You, too, are one of the linemen on this team. How long have you been playing football? Um, I played a junior league when I was about in fifth grade all the way up to my eighth grade year whenever I started playing for Acadiana Christian. Gotcha. So you you had played some 11-man football in those other leagues? Yes, sir, I have. How do you compare the two uh, games, 11 versus 8-man? Um, Like everyone else said, it's the exact same. It's football. Like The only difference is three less players in the field. That means all eight of us got to step up even more make tackles, open field tackle more. There you go. You know, I've only seen one of your games. Uh, It's not a big sample size, but uh, the sportsmanship between the two teams uh, that I witnessed was pretty special. Is that pretty common uh, throughout your league? Um, Yes, sir. Of course, we have a few teams that are going to talk trash and all that, but for the most part, we have a pretty humble league. Uh, We like a family. There you go. What would you say are your the, the keys to the success you guys have had this year? Uh, I think the main one, we have a saying, uh, hard work, God first. Keep God first in everything we do. Hard work, we play for uh, the team. We don't play for ourselves. Very good. Well, Jude, appreciate you joining us. Uh, again, best of luck uh, to you and uh, the rest of your team uh, this evening and the rest of the way. Uh, why don't you get me uh, Coach Olivier back, uh, and we'll wrap this up. Yes, sir. Appreciate uh, the opportunity, and again, Coach Olivier, uh, appreciate your setting this up. We don't often have an opportunity to talk to the players uh, this time of day because they're usually in school. I I trust uh, you guys uh, are doing your due diligence, though, as far as studying this morning. No, yes, sir. This this team is um, extremely bright. Um, We just we had an early send off today to uh, go to. uh, Athens, because we're going to stop. We got a couple of college tours on the way. We're going to go visit Northwestern on the um, athletic visit, and then we're going to visit La Tech on the way back home. So we have to be to Northwestern for 11 o'clock this morning. Gotcha. uh, Well, we will not keep you too much longer, but again, uh, taking on Mount Olive tonight. And you mentioned in an email yesterday that you have secured a playoff spot. 
Yeah, we secured a, a home field for the uh, semifinals. We're just waiting to see what our seeding going to be, but we have a um, good chance at one or two. So we definitely have a home semifinal game um, in two weeks. Very good. And I know you've got uh, homecoming coming up. Uh, I guess that would be next uh, week on the 13th. Yes, sir. We play uh, First Baptist that week. is going to be an exciting week. I can't wait for the seniors and the whole team to experience what our administration doing over here. Man, it's going to be it's going to be really nice. Yeah, I, I hate to wait till next Thursday to talk about any homecoming activities because they'll be pretty much wrapped up except for the game by next Thursday. Anything you want to share about the homecoming week? Yeah, it's, it's, it's jam packed. Uh, we're going to have a, a pep rally that we do. It's going to be uh, after school. It's going to be huge, and then we're going to have a bonfire with some little tailgating going on, celebrate the boys. Um, and then Thursday, we're going to have a small event leading up to the game. Um, and then we're going to have our game, of course, kickoff and lights, camera, action. Man, we got some, got a beautiful court. We got an amazing court of young ladies that we're going to be celebrating um, and crowning our next our next queen. So uh, we're just excited about that and what it's do- and what God is doing with our ACS family. There you go. Well, Coach, uh, appreciate your setting up uh, all the uh, boys today. Appreciate it. Best of luck in your uh, day of travel today. Uh, get back safely there and back safely, and we'll look forward to checking in with you next week. Oh, most, no, definitely. And I want to thank you guys for allowing our uh, boys to have this platform and exposure. We really, really appreciate it. You got it, Coach. Take care. All right, thank you. Have a blessed hey, day. Good too. luck to you, Coach. Appreciate the uh, opportunity. Like I said, we don't uh, often get a chance to no, we don't. speak to players. They're usually in class, uh, but unique opportunity and uh, happy to have had the chance to do it. Yeah, Coach, bring home another W for uh, Katie and the Christian line. So uh, with that, today in sports history here on a big day, October the 5th, way back in 1908, Chicago White Sox pitcher Ed Welsh beats the Tigers 6-1. to It's his 40th victory of the season, mind you. He forces the AL pennants race to the final day. Also in this date, 1912, the Red Sox beat the Athletics 3-0 for their 105th win of the Major League season. It was an AL record until the 1927 Yankees won 110 mm-hmm. games. Of course, the Indians ended up in 54, winning 111. And then the uh, Mariners won 116 back in one, I do believe. Elsewhere in this date, uh, 1915, Detroit speedster Ty Cobb steals his 96th base of the season. It stands as a major league record until 1962 when Maury Wills stole 104 for the Dodgers that year. Also in this date, 1920, in the first World Series radio broadcast, an all-New York contest between the Yankees and the Giants at the Polo Grounds. Sports writer Grantland Rice is the caller of the 1921 course Cortland, uh, Grantland Rice, the famous uh, journalist, sports journalist. Well, the, the catch in this game, it's broadcast the first time ever on the radio, but he's not at the game. He's in the studio reading updates received by Telegraph for that uh, radio broadcast. Also in this date, 1922, the Yankees and Giants play out their controversial 3-3 tie in 10 innings in the second game of the World Series at the Polo Grounds. The Giants win the series four games, none to one tie. Elsewhere in this date, 1941, Brooklyn Dodgers catch a Mickey Owens, drops a third strike as Tommy Hendrick of the Yankees reaches first base safely. The Yankees famous for the World Series era, I should say, Owens, and uh, would have been the last out. Instead, the Yankees go on to score four runs. They win seven to four and win the series. 
Elsewhere on this date, 1942, uh, World Series, uh, the Cardinals uh, win their fourth World Series and beat the Yankees four games to two at Yankee Stadium for a 4-1 uh, series victory. Elsewhere in 47, Brooklyn outfielder uh, Al Giofredo uh, makes that famous running catch off Joe DiMaggio in the game. And it was the only time DiMaggio showed any type of frustration as he rounds second base, cricket kicking the dirt. And uh, just uh, the only time Joe DiMaggio showed any kind of emotion a ball game. Elsewhere on this date in 1991, Fresno State ties an NCAA football record. They score 49 points in a quarter in the second quarter en route to beating New Mexico. You ready? 94-17 to at Fresno State. Elsewhere in this date, as I mentioned, uh, uh, Barry Bonds hit 71-72, also 73 the next day to break Mark McGuire's record. Also in 2001, the Atlanta Braves become the first pro team, sports pro team, to win 10 straight division titles after mauling uh, the Marlins 20 to 3 they clinched the NL East again of course the Celtics did it they won 10 divisions the Lakers did it they won nine in a row but the Braves 10 I think they went on to win like what 13 14 maybe 15 division titles uh from 01 to uh 91 yeah 91 yeah they win the World Series in 91 so it yeah. had to win the division and uh anyway also on this date in um, 2002, for the first time in its 42-year history, the Anaheim Angels win a postseason series by beating the Yanks, taking the ALDS 3-1. to And poor Gene Autry, the original owner of the A's, passed away uh, four years earlier. Also uh, today in 2003, the Cubs win their first postseason series since 1908. When they beat the Braves 5-1 to one in Game 5 of the National League Division Championships at Turner Field. Also, uh, birthdays today. Born in 1902. What a character. Ray Kroc, former owner of McDonald's and uh, the San Diego Padres. Born in Oak Park, Illinois. Ray Kroc passed away uh in 84. Also born on this day, 1937, Barry Switzer, the coach from Oklahoma and also with the Dallas Cowboys for a few years, born in Crossett, Arkansas. Also uh, born on this day back in 1989, Travis Kelsey, the tight end, Super Bowl champ and four-time All-Pro uh, with the Kansas City Chiefs. Born and rumored uh, dating of uh Swifty. Yeah, well, and I got the our quote of the day with Travis Kelsey, born in Westlake, Ohio. And the quote of the day with Travis Kelsey, check this out. I'm dedicated to finding a girl of my dreams. Well, guess what? Taylor Swift might be the girl of his dreams, and I believe she is the lucky one right now. You know, he was in a date, one of those dating shows. Was he where really? he was like The Bachelor. Like the dating game or uh, The I, Bachelor show yeah, or whatever? Yeah, I forget um, the name of it. Uh, I, I I shouldn't say I forget. I never really knew it. Uh, okay. I just know he was he was the guy, and he was uh, screening women. Yeah, he's been in, uh, of course, she's been in the press box with his family the last couple ball games uh, with that. So Taylor Swift, where they call her legion of uh, people, Swifties. Swifties, yes. Yeah, so anyway, quote of the day by Travis Kelsey. Anyway, that's today in sports history here on a big October 5th. All right, uh, again. I want to thank our guests today, uh, Josh Learman over at New Iberia Senior High and from Acadiana Christian, of course, of course uh, Carol Olivier, the coach, but also players Ty Olivier, Noah Longloss, Everett Higgins, Jude Wilder, and Wes Landry. Appreciate them joining us today. And as always, big thanks to our sponsors. Again, Bayou Sports brought to us by 
L.A. Classic Roofing, the Hedekin Payne Center, Jacob Landry, candidate for State Rep District 49, Cane Row Golf and Turf Club, and the Schwing Insurance Agency. Again, appreciate their support of Bayou Sports.